six miles it don't matter how fast you run or where you drive to he is going to catch you facts facts dude dude like six seven just walking down the street <laughs> nobody gonna call the cops on this guy he's gonna let him rock out hey eh? all right all right nobody sees that bloody machete okay 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 i think the cops are in on it <laughs> there it goes there. And coach, welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we are here to give you the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and the news. News. What's up, man? What's good, man? I mean, you know, it's Halloween. Um, yep. You know, we both got work. I mean, it's the work week, so I mean, it's like. <laughs> yeah. It's Halloween, Halloween in the middle of the work week, so yeah. business as usual for us. I'm taking the niece and nephew out trick-or-treating here shortly, so yeah. that should be pretty fun. But otherwise, man, it is actually a pretty chilly Tuesday here mm. in Charlotte. It was 85 yesterday. Today, the high is 50. Yeah. Pneumonia season. So bundle up is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> very, very chilly out here today. But we got trade deadlines to get to, man. NFL trade deadline has passed. It officially is 5 p.m. 4 p.m. was the deadline. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have as many big names as we thought we would hit the market, man. Chase Young from the Commanders to the 49ers. Pretty big trade. Yep. Wet also leaving the commanders to go to the Bears, which is a solid trade. And then we have Rasul Douglas leaving the Packers to join the secondary out in Buffalo, man. Other than that, though, were there any other big trades or low-key trades that you thought were good pickups? I mean, nothing nothing that comes to mind. I thought that mm-hmm. Hunter Renfro was going to get traded. I thought um, yep. Jerry Judy was going to get dealt. Um, yep. There was a couple other ones that they kind of – you know, popped in my mind uh-huh. that I, I thought were going to get dealt and none of them actually end up moving for whatever reason. I know Jalen Johnson was one on everybody's list. And yep. for yep. whatever reason, the Bears traded for Montez Sweat and they're like, oh, no, we're just going to keep Jalen Johnson, which <laughs> yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, very, very odd for the Bears. I see what they're doing, but they're in a rebuild. So it makes sense. A guy who is in his prime, Montez yeah. Sweat, very, very solid mm-hmm. def- on the D-line, yeah. so I think that's a good pickup. Is there one team out there that you thought should have made a trade that will regret not capturing the deadline in the postseason? I mean, Kansas City's one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, With the receiver position? Yeah, like, yep. that's that's one that they should have, you I know, agree. scoped out the market a little bit and try to get, you know, a decent deal in mm-hmm. to help their receivers because – they have been struggling um, in that department. So if it's not Travis Kelsey, uh, good luck. <laughs> yeah, literally. And if Taylor Swift ain't there, really good. Luck. <laughs> it, 
Because if she not there, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Anything's liable to happen. We've seen <laughs> the Broncos beat them this past week. Yeah. Yeah, I would say the Chiefs as well. I also thought that the Ravens would make a push yes. at running back. Yes. I know that they were in talks trying to get Derrick Henry, potentially Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. or even Zach Moss. Mm-hmm. Neither came through. And I also think that the Bills, although they did need help on defense because that secondary is banged up, I feel like they could have used a little more help on offense, yeah. whether it be at the running back or the receiver position. Because I think that too often they rely on Josh Allen to make something happen. And if it's not Diggs, Gabe Davis, you're my guy on my fantasy team, but you're inconsistent. Yeah. These other guys, I don't think, have the same chemistry with Josh Allen. And I feel like they needed another weapon to just lighten his load. Mm-hmm. As far as someone that I feel sad for that didn't get traded, I'm going to go with Devontae Adams. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Devontae Adams was seen banging his helmet on the ground <laughs> yesterday on the sidelines <laughs> as the Raiders proceeded to get pummeled by Jameer Gibbs alone. He, yeah. he, he, he had more total <laughs> offensive yards than the entire Raiders offense. Jimmy G missed two wide open touchdowns for Devontae Adams, who finished with one reception on seven targets for 11 yards. Very, very, very sad for my man Devontae Adams, who is wasting his prime out in Las Vegas. Yeah, man, no doubt. I mean, and if you're Devontae Adams, this is kind of on you, man. You wanted yeah. to go play with Derek Carr yes. in Las Vegas. Yes. And yes. Lo and behold, Derek Carr's not there. Um, yep. He has no one to blame but himself. <laughs> and you put yourself in, in this situation by trying to force your way out. So, I, I don't know. Like, Green Bay was willing to pay him. He just wanted out. Um, so, this is a weird situation all the way around, man. And I don't – I think Devontae is probably thinking to himself now, like, I did this. Like, yeah. there's no other way yeah. to put it. Like, he did and do And it's this. hard to force yourself out because of what you did to get there. Right. And after signing the big contract, and then one out a year later, essentially, you basically looking like James Harden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've seen James Harden. He made the biggest trade <laughs> of the day. And he's in the NBA. <laughs> out, out over there in the Clippers. And we'll get to that later. But... That was the biggest trade of the day. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Sick Lee. <laughs> Sick Lee. The fact that James Harden can force his way out yeah. for four straight teams. Like. <laughs> In three years. In three years. Actually, two and a half. Two years, being, yeah. Two and a half years, if we're being exact. Sick League. <laughs> NBA, NBA hashtag Sick League. Speaking of Sick League, man, we got to start with the Battle of the Mid. And when I say Battle of the Mid, I'm talking about the Battle of New York. <laughs> Jets, Giants. In a game where Saquon had over 35 carries, where DeVito, who sounds like he belongs in New York, did nothing to contribute on the Giants' offensive side, and they finished with negative nine passing yards and almost won the game. <laughs> what does that game say? Does it say more about bad Giants or good Jets to you? Bad both. <laughs> just option option C all yeah. the above. <laughs> These are just too bad team. Well, I'll say this. The the Jets are actually a good defensive team. Offensively, they are great not punter. good at all. <laughs> they also have a great punter. Yeah. Hey man, shout out to the punter for the Jets, man. That dude was hey, he was dominant down there. He was. He MVP kept he won that game for them, low key. MVP of the week for me, man. <laughs> In a game that saw over 20 punts. Sick league, man. Hashtag sick league. It's a disgusting game, man. Where did the Giants go from here? Because they are absolutely terrible. Yeah, I mean, I think the Giants, 
they they clearly have to just blow it up. And I, I'm surprised they weren't more sellers at the deadline. Mm-hmm. Like they they got I rid bet. of uh, one player, but they should have had a fire sale and try to recoup some picks and I you know agree. and take the rest of the year for you know someone else. Um, so they they got to figure out what they want to do. And I'm like, it's, it's kind of crazy to me that they didn't tank, um, and, and sell out at the trade deadline. Like that's, that's kind of crazy to me, um, that they did that. I agree, man. I feel like that they should have been sellers. Like you said, to acquire, excuse me, they should have been sellers. Like you said, to acquire some draft assets and some players in the future. But yeah, them going for it, Dayball, man, really showing that he's not afraid to lose yeah. and lose badly at that <laughs> because that game was absolutely disgusting. And speaking of another disgusting performance, man, the Chiefs, without Travis Kelsey's Taylor Swift <laughs> in the attendance, lost to the Denver Broncos and Danger Russ in a game where we saw Pat Mahomes throw no offensive touchdowns. And now, quiet as kept tied for the league lead in interceptions, which is very, very telling right now for the Chiefs offense, man. What do you make of the Chiefs in the AFC? Are they in trouble? Look, they're going to win their division because their division's awful. Um, Yep. (laughs) Luckily, you're the Raiders. Yeah. Broncos. And the Chargers. And Brandon Staley. (laughs) You'll be fine. Luckily, like, they've owned their division for, like, eight years or whatever, however long Patrick Mahomes been Patrick Mahomes been in the league. <laughs> so they don't got to worry about the division. I think their problem is going to happen in mm-hmm. the postseason when you are going against, you know, Cincinnati and Buffalo and teams like that, that you've had to play the last few years. Um, and to a lesser degree, even Jacksonville. But, like, this is a team that I'm paying very, very close attention to not necessarily the regular season because, like I said, they're going to win their division in yep. pretty handily probably. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they still don't have a reliable threat outside of Travis Kelsey amazes me at this point in time in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they brought back Miko Harmon and things like that. but yep. And who who knows what, what happened to – um, their the receiver that they got from the Giants. Like, where is he at? Talking about Scott Moore and Kadarius. No, Tony? Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where absent. is he? That, that's where he is. He's absent. <laughs> I can tell you exactly where he is. <laughs> so we are in a situation now where it's kind of wait and see with the Chiefs. Like, well, I'm not worried about them in the regular season. The postseason mm-hmm. where I am, I'm worried because you do have teams and defenses. Yeah. Um, more so uh, with Cincinnati than Buffalo, but these teams know. Yeah, and oh yeah, in Baltimore. How do I, how do I forget and about Baltimore. that? Yeah, Baltimore. Yep. So, yeah, man, this is a situation where we're we're gonna monitor this closer to the postseason. Yeah, I'm definitely there along the lines of monitoring it closer to the postseason because they will win the division. But I feel like they're more vulnerable this year than they have been in years past. Yeah, I really do, and I feel like if they don't get that home field advantage throughout the playoffs, they're in some trouble. Which they will. I think that they're. <laughs> I, I think that they're going to go up against some solid defense yeah. in the postseason. I think the Ravens are here. Mm-hmm. I think the Bengals are here, especially seeing what they did to the 49ers. Yeah, Bengals are back. Fully. <laughs> yeah, the the Bengals are back, healthy. Yeah, <laughs> Jamar Chase active. Joe Burrow active they're back and i still you know believe in the bills and the dolphins to actually make some noise when it comes Mm -hmm. to the postseason push so i think that they are in some trouble when it comes to the postseason i want to jump to the nfc because their opponent last year in the super bowl the eagles yeah rallied back 
always play the Commanders tough always. every single year. <laughs> Division game is always closer than most people think. Somehow, some way, they managed to cover the spread. <laughs> and while they did that, the Cowboys blast the Rams fresh off their bye week, while the 49ers lost their third straight, as we just mentioned, to the Bengals and Joe Burrow. I want you to rank your NFC teams, top three. Who you got? Uh, Eagles, 49ers, Lions. Okay. Are the 49ers still your, you know, next to the Eagles, even after three straight losses? Do you still 100%. believe in like we did? Yeah, because beginning? if I'm looking at the NFC, who else is better than them? I think the Cowboys are up there. But they're not better. Than, I don't I, think I, the I Cowboys know, are better than them. I know that the 49ers beat them, but right now the 49ers <laughs> are banged up. Look, they're the not 49ers open. didn't just beat the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. They, they, they annihilated them. But right now the 49ers have lost to the Vikings. Mm-hmm. They have lost to the Browns, yep. and they just lost to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. They aren't looking as physical as we thought they would be. Yeah, they're, mi- they're also that, missing Debo Samuel and Trent Williams. You're right. But. You're right. That that defense looks pretty vulnerable. Oh, yeah. I'm Especially the secondary, 100%. Yes, that defense looks pretty vulnerable as of late. I'm going to go at Philadelphia. I'm going to go at the Cowboys, then the 49ers. Interesting. Lions, Lions are definitely a close fourth. They have a bounce-back game mm-hmm. after that Ravens debacle last week. But I'm not so confident in the 49ers like I was at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Eagles look good. Eagles yeah. still look good. They're playing great. I am curious to get your thoughts on Jalen Hurts, though. I've seen him limping mm-hmm. tremendously during that game. Are you worried about that lingering, if any at all? Yeah, I mean, he's been hurt. I feel like he got hurt in the Rams game out mm-hmm. in L.A. It is his left knee, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. He's been having to wear a knee brace there. He's been limping. <laughs> He had a significant there. lift um, this past Sunday. Yeah, and it's it is it is worried. I'm I'm worried about him. Um, mm-hmm. And you can kind of see that the Eagles kind of got to bring him in. Like he hasn't been able to run as fluent mm-hmm. as he's he's used to doing or accustomed to doing. Yeah. So yep. you know they're trying to bring him in a little bit. Like hey, like we're gonna have some concepts, quick passes out. You know, drop mm-hmm. it off to the running back, like tight in over the middle. You know, just quick easy throws. Until he has to really air that thing out to A.J. Brown, to Devontae Smith, and guys like that, Dallas Goddard, um, and <laughs> Julio Jones. But um, can't can't believe this guy. Actually, <laughs> it's so crazy, so crazy. Shout out to A.J. Brown, by the way. Yeah, he's a monster. Shout out to A.J. Brown for breaking the record for most consecutive games with 125 or more. Yards, I think. Yeah, yeah, 125 or more yards. I think it's six straight. Mm-hmm was the record and he broke that he is a monster right now and i think him and tyreek hill are neck and neck 100%. for offensive player of the year because they are both balling aj is a man out there. yeah he is a, a grown man out there we're almost halfway through the season man give me one surprise team that you have so far halfway into the season your biggest surprise thus far in the nfl i think right now to me it's the houston texans okay um they're, Even though they just lost to the Panthers, yeah, well, they just that's lost to the Panthers. What you get. But that's what I know you get. That, that's my fault. I, I did that's it. I did it. Get. I went. <laughs> Let's go, Panther Nation. Let's I went go. to the well too many times. That's what you get. That's what you get for picking on us, man. Thank goodness. I was gonna be sick if I had to come on the pod yet again. Put another L. Only team in the league <laughs> winless. Oh my god! Shout out to the Panthers, man. Shout out to my city, man. Hey, man. but yeah, go ahead about, about Houston, man. If Surprise! The, if the Panthers got another game this week. I might go against them again. <laughs> we'll see. You're a jerk. You're, you're, you're a jerk. A jerk. <laughs> you're you're a jerk. 
But you say you're surprised in Houston. Then why is that? Because <laughs> they're playing pretty good football. CJ Stroud back there. Yeah, I just I feel like you know they obviously gave up a lot to get both Stroud mm-hmm. um, and, Will and Will Anderson. But yep. this is a team that seems to be pretty well coached, um, mm-hmm. and I think that they are on the rise. They need some pieces, obviously, moving forward. I'm kind of happy they didn't go in the trade deadline and try to do all this stuff because they still have a lot of growing pains, right? There are a lot of young players yep. on that roster. Um, you kind of want to build through the draft and kind of get that roster to where you need it to um, before you start making all these significant splash moves and kind of ruining your draft capital and, and, and money on the books. But yep. that is a team that is pretty surprising to me because I think all that right. they're playing – pretty good football even though they just lost to the panthers who you know mm-hmm. were bound to win at some point but three and four nah, right now don't, don't try to double back don't, bound to win. <laughs> don't try to double back you're sick you're sick league sick league <laughs> don't try to don't try to double back bound to win <laughs> i'm gonna keep it in the same division man i'm gonna go with the jacks okay the jacks quiet has kept their six and two they won mm-hmm. five straight Trevor Lawrence is playing some great football, and the moment I bench Calvin really goes off for 90 yards, pisses me off. I hate it every single time. <laughs> wait, wait, but why Why is that a team that surprises you? They were trending upward last year. I think they were trending upward last year, but I didn't think that they would be on a five-game winning streak. And 6-2 and two right now, they are one of the top teams mm-hmm. in the AFC right yeah. now. Tied with Baltimore, Miami, and Kansas City yep. at 6-2. and two. So I think that them being not just good, but they're being like, very good and their yeah. defense is actually playing great and i know they beat the steelers and the steelers are really nothing at all mm-hmm. we obviously seen mitch trubisky come in and <laughs> pitch it up uh yeah. <laughs> mitch it up but i think that they're i definitely thought they could win the division but they're actually playing better than i expected especially on the defensive side of the ball we knew that trevor lawrence would make that jump travis Etienne is booming yeah et etn is really booming but those receivers and evan ingram is really, really stepping up. And mm-hmm. I feel like that team right there is a surprise to me midway through the year. Okay, cool. All right, man, give me your winner and loser of the week. I think <laughs> my winner of the week. Yep, go ahead and say Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Panthers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. My guy, go. Bryce Young. Nah, I mean, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> my guy Bryce Young, you this know what I mean? Fate. <laughs> this dude is fate. Nah, it, it is the Panthers though. They um I like they that. shocked me on that. Um I was really surprised they won that game, so I give them credit. Good game. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's all they need. That's all they needed. Give me your loser of the week. Who you got? Loser of the week has to be the San Francisco 49ers. Three straight. Um yeah. That's bad. That that's a bad look, man. Like, yeah. And it could be a lot of teams. It could be the Giants. It could be the Commanders. It could be a couple other teams. But no, it's the 49ers this week. I mean, losing three straight. You lost to uh, a Cleveland team without uh, Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. You lost to um, the Bengals, who yep. have been kind of up and down all year. Um, mm-hmm. So this is a team. Who else they lost to? Seahawks? Is that what the left third? No, no, Vikings. Vikings. Oh, yeah, the Kirk, Vikings. Kirk oh, my Kirk God. Coupons. Kirk Cousins and primetime at yeah. that. Yeah, um, in primetime, that's crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. They, they deserve to be the loser of the week this week. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that. My winner of the week is going to be the Titans. 
Okay, I can take and, that. And, and I owe Will an apology. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Will Levis. You was balling out. He was. I don't know if you put mayonnaise in the coffee before the game, <laughs> but you was turning up. <laughs> At one point, D-Hop had two catches and two touchdowns. Yeah. I was like, who is that, Randy Moss? <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I don't know if it was really good Will Levis or if the Falcons were just that bad. Yeah. Shout out to them for finally realizing that Taylor Heineke is on the roster mm-hmm. and benching Desmond Ritter because he's absolutely terrible. Yeah. So <laughs> battle of the backups. Will Levis, though, shout out to them. Shout out to Tennessee. That was a big win for them against the Falcons and the team that I thought was reeling. And I feel like if they would have lost that game, they would have been more prone to trade Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the Titans. My loser of the week. It, it, it's a tie between the Raiders and the Giants, but I got to go with the Giants. Yeah. Minus nine passing yards? How is that possible? <laughs> how do you have a – like, how is that really possible? You had Saquon run 35 times. <laughs> Excuse me, 36. And you had a guy named Tommy DeVito. <laughs> if that ain't a name for New York, <laughs> he sounds like he should be in a play. 100%. Screenwriting somewhere, not quarterbacking. <laughs> who was two for seven, negative one yards. He threw three straight screen passes to <laughs> Saquon Barkley in overtime. Yeah. None of them passed the line of scrimmage. This is absolutely awful. Yeah, man. And for some reason, they still had a chance to win the game, and Graham Gano, a Florida State guy, <laughs> blew the kick. Yeah, Zach man. Wilson, 24 seconds to drive downfield? Come on, man. <laughs> Giants State. They're horrible. Oh, my God. And while we're talking about the Giants, this is going to make it, this is gonna make, make it even, even worse. As we noted uh, in, in, the, in the beginning of the show, 4 p.m. deadline, Eastern um, NFL trade deadline is done. Yep. Right before the deadline, the Giants and the 49ers agreed to a deal to send a Dory Jackson to the San Francisco 49ers. But the deal did not go through because <laughs> the Giants <laughs> failed to report it to the league in time. <laughs> Oh my god. We got real losers out. If you are the 49ers, you just gotta be you can't even it's like you gotta be mad, but you just like, why did I even attempt to do this? Like, why did I try? Like I should have known that it was too good to be true. These guys like, are rookies. Team, can't even keep it These guys absolutely are trash. <laughs> Man. Oh my god! All right, man, you ready? You ready? You ready for week nine predictions? I'm tired it. of talking about mid. I'm tired of talking about mid, man. It's a sick league, oh, for real. Sick league. Titans, Steelers, Thursday night football. Who you got? Uh man, give me this. Uh, give me the Titans in a close one. <laughs> it's gonna be an ugly, low scoring game. It's gonna be like thirteen to nine or something. Battle, ew. <laughs> Battle of the mid. If Will Levis starts this game, give me the Titans. Okay. Kenny Pickett has came out and said that he is starting. No question. So that gives me more prone to get the Titans because Kenny Pickett <laughs> stinks. <laughs> so if Kenny Pickett's like, yo, I'm going to go, yeah. all right, I'm taking Kenny Pickett <laughs> and Mike Tomlin. Give me the Titans in a close one. If Will Levis is starting at quarterback, I'll take them. Commanders, Patriots, Sunday, who you got? Give me the... Uh... Oh, hold on. Actually, before we get to that, sorry. Dolphins, yeah. Chiefs in Germany, 930 game. This is the game of the year, essentially. 9.30 in Germany. It's disgusting. I don't know. <laughs> Sick league, bro. Sick league. Who give me the, give me the Chiefs. Chiefs? Yeah. Give me the Dolphins in this one. I think that both offenses are obviously enough 
But I think the Dolphins have a little bit more on offense. And right now, shout out to Jalen Ramsey. First yeah. game back, interception. Yep. I'm, I'm okay with it. So, give me the Dolphins in that one and a close one out there in Germany. 9.30, NFL Network. Be there. <laughs> Commanders, Patriots. Also battle of the mid. Who you got? Wow. Um, Man, this is going to be a bad game. Uh, Give me... The Patriots in a close one, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Question mark? Yeah. Question mark? This is going to be a bad game. <laughs> Give me both quarterbacks being sacked four and a half times <laughs> at minimum. Commander's offensive line, terrible. Mac Jones holds the ball way too long. Yeah. Terrible. So, by default, give me the Patriots because they're the home team. Otherwise, I don't care. I'm not going <laughs> to I don't care. Seahawks, Ravens, who you got? Give me the Seahawks in a close one. Wow, give me the Ravens at home. Lamar Jackson against the NFC, 16-1. and one. Give me the Ravens. All day, might make that my lock of the week. Who knows? <laughs> Cardinals, Browns, who you got? Browns. Kyler Murray's back. Or at least I think he's back. Give me I the know Browns. that Josh, Josh, uh, Josh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Josh Dobbs got traded to the Vikings. <laughs> also meant to throw that out there. Yeah. Yo, I know Dobbs is pissed, man. He's yeah. been playing way too much lately. Yeah. He just wanted to be a quarterback. I mean, he just wanted to be a backup quarterback. Excuse yeah. me. He doesn't want to play. He just want to chill on the bench and make money. He want to chill on the bench and get paid, bro. Like, they make him go play everywhere. I know he's tired of that. Give me the Browns. This game shouldn't be close. Miles Garrett's going to have a field day. If Kyler Murray actually does come back in his plan, he's going to be running around like the Tyler that he is in the backfield. Yeah. We'll take Miles Garrett. (laughs) Buccaneers, Texans. Who you got? Ooh, this is going to be a sneaky good game. Give me the Texans in a close one. I'll take the same thing. Give me the Texans in a bounce back game after you jinxed them against the Panthers. <laughs> I think the Bucks do have a solid offense and can make this interesting. So if they do win, I think it'll be late by a field goal. But give me the Texans because of the home field. Bears Saints, who you got? Uh Saints in a close one. Give me the Saints in this one. I think their defense is. I don't is Justin Fields back good. yet? No. I don't think so. All right, well, yeah, give me Saints. No. Then. Yeah, give me the Saints in this one. Derek Carr, please stop yelling at Chris Olave. He doesn't deserve that. <laughs> Vikings, Falcons. Ugh. Who you got? Wow. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who's quarterbacking for the Vikings. I don't think Dobbs will be quarterbacking. Not this week. I mean, it's only so, Tuesday, so maybe he does. Um. Wow. This is going to be. Give a me bad the Falcons. Game. No, because he, they don't even know how to use their weapons on the offense. I can't. That's why Heineke is going to start. They do not start Desmond Ritter. They can't. All right. They have give, a chance. Give, at give me the Falcons the in a close one. All right. They, they have a chance at winning the division. If they really want to win, they will yeah. start Heineken and not Ritter. Yeah. Give me the Falcons if Arthur Smith makes the right decision. Correct. Rams, Packers. Matthew Stafford is hurt, so I actually don't know who to choose in this game. I don't either. He's coming back. This is also going to be a very – yo, this week is mid. Yeah, oh it's God. terrible. Rams, uh, Packers? I don't, I don't care. Give me <laughs> – I got the Rams. The Packers, question mark? I got the Rams. <laughs> Jordan Love stinks. <laughs> like, give me the Rams because I got Puka on my fantasy team. And I just hope the Eagles off. Colts, Panthers. Who you got? Give me the Colts on a close one. I think the Colts are going to win this one, too. I think the Panthers got their dub. They're pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Or not hot. They're pretty happy. Happy. <laughs> I feel like they can. They could build off this, especially at home. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled out this one in a close one. But Minshew Mania over there, man. man he, look, he can put up some points. The Colts low-key have been putting up points every week. That's what I'm saying. He yeah. can put up some points. So if, if they get over like 24 points, I, I think it's a wrap. I don't think the Panthers can put up that much. I think 17 does it. So, yeah. 
something. Yeah, 20 <laughs> might be a wrap. Give me the Colts in a close one, though. Giants, Raiders, my Lord. Can oh, we my God. Wow. Yo, just, just give me the Raiders by default. I don't care. Yeah. I really don't. This give me the Raiders. Yeah, this actually Raiders. upsets me. Cowboys, Eagles, mm. who you got? Uh, so I always pick the Cowboys Eagles to split. So I'm going to say Eagles win this at home. I got the Cowboys. Okay. I do. I'm not mad. I have the, Cow- I have the Cowboys yeah. winning this game. I think that they're building off momentum right now. I think Dak has looked very good mm-hmm. lately. So I feel like they can make something shake. So give me the Cowboys in a road upset there in Philly. Sunday night, Bills, Bengals. Who you got? Give me the Bengals in a close one. Give me the Bengals, too, and I don't think it's going to be as close as the spread says. I think the Bengals are just a better team right now. Yeah. I don't know if the Bills really have it. We'll see. I think this will be a huge test for them. Yeah. But I have the Bengals right now just hot, catching their stride. Actually, I'm going to I'm gonna change one thing. I want to change my pick to the Cowboys because okay. I'm going to say the Eagles win in Dallas in a few weeks. So okay. Cowboys okay. win this one. Eagles win later. Okay, cool. Okay, so we're both on the Cowboys that week. Yeah. We'll take that. All right, yeah. I mean, you're on the Bengals this week, right? Yes. Yep. The Bills? All yep. right, cool. Mon- Monday to wrap it up, Chargers at the Jets. Who you got? <sighs> wow, this is bad. Because um, <laughs> the Chargers are not good, and the, the Jets' defense the is Chargers, shut. The, the Chargers should win. They should win. I'm going to say the Jets win this. <laughs> I'm going to say the Chargers because I just don't think that the Jets can hold them to under 17. And I think 17 Oh, I, I definitely think. The Jets can hold him the under 17, 100%. I think the Chargers win this game because I don't think the Jets can hold him to 17. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But I'm, I'm going to go with the Chargers in this one. All right, man. Some NBA news to get to. Obviously, like we mentioned at the top of the pod, James Harden now in La La Land, but now with the Lakers. He is with the Clippers as he joins Russ, PG, Kawhi. How's this look, man? Do you think this was a good trade for the Clippers? No. Um, me either. Harden, at this point in time, his age, his attitude, all of those things, you pair that with a good locker room player in Russell Westbrook, not a good shooter, also up there in age. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard can't stay healthy. This is going to be a really interesting Clippers team um, because I don't know who's going to be on the court ever. Yep. Um, and even yep. when they all are on the court, who's ha- who's handling the ball? Who's taking the most shots? Like, to me, if James Harden goes in there and says, I want to be the scoring leader or whatever, that's not going to work. He can't do that. That's he not going to work. That. It's not going to work. It's not his team. Yeah. He's the, he's the third option at best on that team. 100%. The third option at 100%. best. Yeah. He can't, he can't move that way anymore. No. I don't think this was a good trade necessarily, but I think Russ has been playing some solid basketball with mm-hmm. the Clippers, like from last year, even starting early this year at small sample size, we know. Yeah. But I think Russ has been playing decent basketball, and he's finding his role with the Clippers, mm-hmm. not really taking the last-minute shots, deferring a lot to PG and Kawhi Leonard. And I feel like now when you bring Harden on, Russ isn't somebody that's going to play off the ball and, you know, spot up and shoot, come off the screen and pull threes. That's not his game, and neither is Harden. So Harden and Russ are both ball-dominant guards. So I just feel like the dynamic really is just going to mess up Russ more than anything. Mm -hmm. And Harden doesn't play defense like that. And I know that we have Kawhi Leonard, PG, and Russ. They can all play solid defense. I just feel like the minutes for Russ are going to go down, and in turn, I think the chemistry is going to lack. 
And I don't know how much Harden really fits in this system. Happy that he got out of Philly because I, apparently him and Daryl Morey beef was very real, obviously. Yeah. Yep. And we'll see what comes from that. But I just think that this was a move that the 76ers had to make. And I think that they got decent compensation back, even though they didn't get Terrence Mann. They got a couple of, you know, players in their mid-30s. They really just wanted those picks. Mar- yeah, Marcus Morris, Covington, Nick Batum, KJ Martin. They got a few picks as well. So I don't think it really helped the Clippers. I think the 76ers may have got a little better, if we're looking long-term, a little better. I think but that, we- yeah, from an asset point standpoint, they mm-hmm. got expiring deals and they got – Two first round picks, two second round picks. I think that mm-hmm. is what Daryl Moore really wanted. He wanted the, the capital yep. to kind of maneuver if he needed to. Um yep. but they they got some veterans that may or may not be on the team after December. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Obviously, it's still early, like like I said, but I, I don't know how much that's gonna help or hurt. But they obviously have time to build chemistry yeah. because the season kind of just started. Mm-hmm. And with the season just starting, I want to get your quick take on any surprise team for you or anybody standing out that you really think like has a chance to either be MVP or a sleeper team that we should keep our eye on moving forward. No, I mean, I think this team, everybody kind of figured they're going to take a, a leap, and that is OKC. Yep, I was about um, to say the same thing. They have a, a really – nice young core of really nice young talent um, that can go head to head with a lot of different teams. Um, they have the size. Like I think both point guards are like six, four, six, five. Everybody else is taller than that on the team. So they're a big team. Um, a lot of scores on that team. Surprisingly for such a young team, the the basketball IQ is, it's a little higher because Giddy has a really high basketball IQ. Um, Chet is really coming to his own as, you know, this is technically his rookie year. Um, Shea and all these guys, like, they have talent. Um, and they can they can defend. They can score with the best of them. That's going to be a team that's going to be really interesting. And the other team to me that we knew that was going to take a, probably another leap here is, is the Sacramento Kings. Um it's not great that Foxes will be out for a few weeks. Yeah, I was going to say, injury's going to hold him down a little um, bit. So it's going to have to be uh, now on Sabonis <laughs> to kind of provide that scoring um, and getting that team on track uh, while Fox is out. So, Yeah, I don't really have a team that stood out to me so far. Like I said, small sample size. We're only about four games into the season. I, I think know. the Celtics look really good. Mm-hmm. I think that Orlando looks a little bit better than I thought. And the Mavs right now are playing some good basketball. And Luka. Yep. Luca and Steph right now are my early season uh, front runners to win MVP. Steph's yeah. playing out of his mind yeah. like he just entered the league again. He's already has <laughs> an abundance of threes yeah. so far. And Luca's already dropped basically 40 twice already. Yeah. So Luca's really lighting it up. So is Steph. He had Dylan Brooks on skates. My apologies for you and your family because that was very embarrassing, very spooky. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Steph is playing out of his mind right now. And so is Luca. And the Mavs are actually undefeated right now. 3-0, small sample size. But, yeah, I think those are the two players that I'm looking at. And as far as the team, I think the Celtics just look really, really good. Yeah, they're going to have a problem when you have bigs that can really take over a game in the paint because 
Porzingis isn't the biggest. I mean, Al Horford is old, older. Um, yep. Nizo. So, yeah, so like, when they play teams like, you know, the Lakers with AD and, you know, Giannis and Embiid and teams like that that got really dominant bigs, they may struggle a little bit. Yeah, no, I agree with that wholeheartedly. It, it'll obviously, the size will show itself more in the postseason, but yeah. I think regular season, they'll be just fine because they always win a lot of regular season yep. games. All right, man, before we get out of here, I want to get your takes on some college football rankings. The first official playoff rankings come out tonight at 7 p.m. So right now, with Oklahoma losing this past week, Carolina losing again, <laughs> sick and tired of it. Third year in a row that we lost to Georgia Tech. Why? I don't know, but they are now out of the top 25, and rightfully so, because <laughs> they are an embarrassment. Yeah. Really, really sick of it, man. But yeah, give me your top four that you think we'll see tonight as far as the CFP official rankings, not the AP poll, yeah. the CFP poll. Who do you have in your top four? It's going to be Georgia, okay. Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State. Okay, and who do you have at five and six? So Washington, and it's a toss-up right now between Oregon and Texas for six. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I still think Texas has the best one of anybody in the country still. Uh, with Alabama and Tuscaloosa. So it's a toss-up for me at six, but it's either going to be Texas or uh, Oregon at six. Okay. I'll take that. Mine's a little different. I have the same teams, different order. I have Georgia because until you beat the man, or excuse me, what is it? To be the man, you, you got to beat, beat the, the man. man. Yeah. Word, of, word of Ric Flair. So I got Georgia <laughs> at number one. I got Ohio State at number two, man. Okay. I do. I have Ohio State at number two because I know that y'all might have the best win of the season, but their resume is pretty stacked. A Penn State win and a solid Wisconsin team and a Notre Dame win on the road in uh, South we Bend. Can, we can throw we can throw Wisconsin out. Notre Dame is not even ranked at this point, I think. Right? Yes, Notre Dame's ranked twelve. They, what are you talking about? Are they still ranked? <laughs> Didn't they, don't They're they got two losses? 12. Yeah, nope. they have two losses. Notre Dame's ranked twelve. <laughs> With two losses, twelve, bro. Yes. Wow. Yes. That bro, is they surprising. Lost Ohio, they lost to Ohio State in Duke. Well, Duke's they, not they, a... it, Duke, I mean, Duke, well, they lost their quarterback. Yeah. They lost Riley, so they're not as good right now, but their secondary is pretty elite. And Notre Dame, yeah, Notre Dame's actually a, a pretty good team. And I actually had them beating Clemson this week. Um, if y'all can lock that minus two and a half in, I would take that to the bank, <laughs> honestly. But I think that Ohio State's resume is just a little better right now than Michigan's. Michigan hasn't really played They haven't played nobody, yeah. Yeah, they haven't played anybody. So I have Ohio State, too. I have Florida State at three because I think their wins also, they're starting to look a little mm -hmm. less impressive with the Clemson win. The Duke win, starting to look a little less impressive yeah. as well Had them because they lost to Louisville. But that win against LSU and a neutral side at the beginning of the season mm -hmm. still weighs pretty heavy. Yeah. So I think that their resume is actually pretty solid right yeah. now. And then I have Michigan just because they haven't played many people, but the teams they play, they dominate. Right. And, and they're absolutely obliterating my five right now would be Washington because they're still mm -hmm. undefeated. They have a great win against Oregon at home. Yep. And even though Washington is reeling right now, like they're kind of falling off. It, it's not looking too good. I'm, their offense hasn't been the same ever since they played Oregon, if we're being honest. So they're on the slope. They need to kind of pick that up. And my six would be Oregon. Not yep. going to lie to you. I think Texas is right there at seven and then Alabama at eight mm -hmm. behind them. But I think ever since Oregon lost that game to Washington, which was a toss-up because they missed the field goal at the right. end of the game, right? Oregon's been lighting it up. Yeah, Oregon's been lighting it up recently, so I feel like they're right there. 
on the cusp. And now we have a situation that I brought to the pod a few pods ago. If things are to hold in a one loss Big Ten team, let's say Ohio State, and then you have a one loss Michigan, now you have an undefeated right now Washington who may or may not make it through the gauntlet, but might have to play Oregon again. Mm-hmm. Whose resume is better? Because Texas had the big win against Alabama, but that Oklahoma win doesn't look as great. Anymore. With with, it, with a loss to Kansas, that doesn't look. Or excuse me, that Oklahoma loss, loss yeah. looks looks a little looks a little worse now because Oklahoma lost to Kansas, mm-hmm. and I don't think Oklahoma's done losing personally. I think that yeah, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they're before, they're not. Before, yeah, yeah, before the conference title game. Right. So now, if we look at resumes and share the schedule. How are you feeling about Texas odds as far as making it to the final four? Yeah. In my opinion, Texas wins the big 12 championship. They're in, um, they got to win out okay. win the big 12 championship and they're in. Um, okay. Cause I, I still don't, I still don't see any team unless Ohio state beats Michigan or Michigan beats Ohio state. There's nobody with a significant win more than Alabama, which is currently right behind Texas. But eight. no, well, what about what about Washington? If Washington can remain undefeated, they'll beat Oregon. Mm. That means they beat Oregon. That They're getting in then. That means they'll beat like they, they'll run through the Pac-12, right. which is not easy. Right. That that's not that's not an easy feat. Pac-12 has the most teams in the top twenty-five. Right. So what I'm looking so, at right now is we know one of Ohio State or Michigan will not be in that yes. final four. We do know that well, because they got to okay, play each so, other. And that's that was my thing. What if, what if, yeah, what if one team, yeah, obviously, let's say Michigan beats Ohio State for the what third mm-hmm. year in a row, fourth year in yep. a row, they win the Big Ten. Do you think that means Ohio State is automatically out, even though they beat everybody yeah. else? Okay, they're not getting in the final okay. four. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can take that. I would say that. So you would have essentially a UGA, a Michigan, a Florida State. Hoping we we remain mm-hmm. undefeated, and either what is either going to be Washington, Washington or Texas. Texas, yeah. Okay, okay. That's that's what I've been looking at. I'm like, okay, one of those teams, whether it's Michigan or Ohio State, one of them mm-hmm. will not be in. We okay. know that. Um, okay, a one loss Washington, or excuse me, what if a one loss Oregon beats Washington in the rematch, Pac-12 title? Do you think Oregon can get in over Texas, who will wow. rematch probably Oklahoma? Yeah. So Which win will be more impressive if, in that bowl game? Yeah, if Texas, that, yeah. So we're saying if Texas wins out, win the Big Twelve Championship, and Oregon mm-hmm. wins out and wins the yep. Pac Twelve Championship. Yep. To me, the best win is still Alabama and Tuscaloosa. I, I respect okay. Washington. I definitely respect Washington. They're a good I think, team. I, th- I definitely think you have the best win, but do you have the best resume? So that that's the thing. If they beat if they beat Oklahoma and Alabama. That that propels over Washington beating Oregon, and well, let's no, let's say Oregon win. Let's yeah. say Oregon. Oh, Oregon sorry. Backs beat Washington. Beats the team that beat mm-hmm. them. They beat mm-hmm. they beat Washington. They beat USC. They beat Oregon State. They beat the rest of these teams right. in the Pac-12 that been beating up so they, each other. So right now, if Oregon beats number five Washington, mm-hmm. would they jump over Texas for Texas. the six? Yes. Yeah, and they just beat Utah at home. And they beat Utah at home, six. right. Utah is not Alabama, though. Washington is not Alabama, though. So that, right. that's where I'm looking right. at. I'm like, I don't know how the committee is going to look at this because Alabama is still the best team out of any of those. Agreed. <laughs> like, Agreed. Agreed. you know, and Texas Agreed. on the road in Tuscaloosa winning that game. Agreed. 
I see that's that's why I don't know where the committee is going to lean at because if I'm the committee, you're looking at it, you're like, okay, Texas does have the best win of any team in the entire country. They are also mm-hmm. still only a one loss team and they lost to a team that was top ten um, in a neutral site, which you know every year is a neutral site for that game. Yep. Um, even if Washington or if Oregon beats Washington, that to me opens the door up for both Texas and Oregon to be five and six, because I think Washington would jump back. They're not, they're not going to be over Texas because again, that win holds more value than anything Oregon or Washington has done this far. Um, so I think, one of one of them Big Ten teams are going to lose. I think uh, clearly one of those Big Ten teams, I mean, I'm sorry, Pac-12 teams are going to have to play each other in championship game. As long as Texas handles their business, wins out, they're probably going to have to play, I don't know whether it's Kansas State or Oklahoma in a Big Ten. Kansas State is looking pretty good. They right. got him this week. Right. They got him this week. In, in Austin. Um without they, yeah. without they, Quinn they, Ewers though. Yep. They got they got him this week. Yeah. The, week week ten is a big week in college football. Right. You got Kansas State and Texas. Mm-hmm. That's good. I think Ole Miss is gonna be sneaky good. Yep. yep. Yeah, I think that Georgia and Missouri, even though I think Georgia is catching a stride now mm-hmm. without Brock Bowers, which is crazy. That should be a solid game. I think Penn State and Maryland yeah. should be a pretty good game. And Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. That's going to be. Not, yeah. I'm trying to tell you, I'm not going to be shocked if Oklahoma State wins that game. It would not shock me. Oklahoma State's tough every year because they're head coach. Like <laughs> that's that's just yep. the way they play. And you know, being Oklahoma's their rival, they're going to play them tough every year. Yep. And um, Washington, USC. You got LSU, Alabama. It's a yeah. Week. It's yeah. one of those weeks. I it, think. It's, yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting. I feel like we'll know pretty much the picture in the next two weeks or so mm-hmm. because. I, with that. Yeah, we we should know what the the picture's looking like in about two weeks. There's going to be, you know, everybody's in like mid conference play now, so like four weeks left of the season. Everybody's trying to just win out, get to the conference championship game, which is win out. So we're gonna yeah. see in two weeks. It should be a pretty pretty good feeling of uh, who's going to be in that that final four. So. I think I think if Washington can make it past these next three weeks, they're in the driver's seat. They just have to win out. I think if they win out, they're in. I do. Yeah, I mean that. I, think, I mean, especially I think, if they're undefeated. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, if they're undefeated. Yeah, undefeated Washington. I think if they lose one game, they're not Texas. Yeah, it's, it'll be tough. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be tough. But we'll see what the committee thinks um, today because obviously mm-hmm. I think that the strength of schedule thing is gonna matter. I don't think Ohio State will be fourth. I think they will be up there. I really. It would not shock me. Like Ohio be, State to me could be two. But yeah, it wouldn't shock me just because they value yeah. right now. And it's early. It's early, but it'll show us what the committee is valued. I just don't I don't think that you can put Ohio State over Georgia right now to me. Um, me either. Me either. That's me either. you can't do that right now. Um me either. The fact that Georgia's still winning without Brock Byers is is like yeah. you know. Um yeah. but and they, I mean they look good, man. I mean, albeit it was against Florida, but they look right, good. Right. So yeah, it's big week in college football. All right, man, it's about time to get out of here. So, you know, we got to end it with the lock of the week. And with that being said, my lock last week, dub. <laughs> I called Minnesota Vikings in a pick them over the Packers. So I got that dub. You called the Texans over the Panthers outright <laughs> loss. <laughs> so that is what you get. You are a loser. Mm-hmm. Got to hold the L for the week. So week nine, lock of the week. I'm going to start it off and I'm going to kick it off early, man. Like, I don't want us to overthink it. Let's just get in and get out Thursday night. Give me the Titans plus three over the Steelers, man. I just don't think the Steelers mm. have 
And if Will Levis is starting, give me Will Levis, the Mayo boy. We're going to do it. The banana peel eating guy, whatever you want to call him. Give me the Titans. Book it. Cool. Um, give me the Colts. Minus two and a half over the Panthers. Let's go. <laughs> Dude, it's insane. <laughs> You're a monster. You're, you're a monster. <laughs> you're a monster. <laughs> hey, Panther Nation. <laughs> I might go to the game on Sunday just to make sure that this doesn't happen. Keep playing. <laughs> I might go to the game. <laughs> Keep playing. Oh. I might go to the game, man. You heard it here first. I got the Titans plus three. He has the Colts minus two and a half over the Panthers on Sunday. Book it. Take it to the bank. Man, I'm going to the bank. Excuse me. <laughs> I am going to Bank of America Stadium. <laughs> hey, Panthers, man, we got this. We're not going to let them bully us like this. <laughs> All right, man. I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank everyone for tuning in. Remember, Black Lives Matter. They always matter. It will forever matter. Guys, again, happy Halloween. Safe trick-or-treating. My nephew asked me last year on Halloween. He said... Why is it always tricks and not just treats? And I've been mind blown ever since. He was like, there aren't really any tricks. He was like, why don't they do like a backflip or something? And I was like, I don't think you get the real trick or treating thing. But nevertheless, man, just go out and get some candy, brush your teeth afterwards, because cavities are a real mm-hmm. thing. My uncle and brother are in the dental industry, so I am not promoting the candy. I will be handing out many toothbrushes. I'm that guy. So don't come to my house if you are looking for candy. <laughs> <laughs> Continue to pray for all those in need because you never know who needs one. That's all I got. Yeah, guys, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all the other streaming platforms you listen to us on. Do not forget on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify to leave a five-star review and a rating for your boys. Rack them up, rack them up, rack them up, rack them up. Yes, (laughs) rack them up. And guys, don't come to my house. I'm not turning my light on, so I'm not handing out any candy. Also, Carolina, I'm done with you. Drake May, done with you. Don't care about football anymore. Y'all ruined my ACC championship dream. College basketball starts this week. So we are on to the Dean Dome. I'm out of here. Really thought it ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze marked with the Saints. Flexed up now, John Cena. Rocked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood, I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like tip. Sound like to me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is the swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no. This is the wave to give them the feeling Rappers be capping, no, I don't feel you Feel like the man when I walk through the building Too many scars and spiritual healing I got a million dreams I got a million schemes We going crazy, we going crazy We got the winning team